Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Show. This is Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Dominic Cummins from RightMindInc.com. Dominic, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Awesome. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Well, that's a great question. So I have spent uh, many, many years working in big corporate America, doing running sales teams and, and being in that sort of sales leadership space uh, in a number of different uh, industries from financial services to support services for businesses and things and just developed over time a passion for doing that. And then I had the good fortune of being able to help launch a software company, which is kind of in the whole leadership space. That's like where everybody really wants to get to at some point is, could you, could you have that opportunity to do so? And I did, got to run some global teams. And out of that, actually, it was my wife who said, why do you keep doing this for everybody else? Why don't you do it for yourself? And that was, you know what, some darn good advice. So uh, every once in a while, those wives, they get one right. Absolutely. Well, she's probably the other way around. Maybe once in a while I get it right, but no, she is. So that was fantastic advice. But to be honest with you, I was petrified going into it uh, because I'd always, you know, had a paycheck every two weeks. Right. So it was a completely different gig to go into it. But it all came from this idea that I really truly believe business owners have great stories to tell and are, awesome, incredible people who are trying to make a difference in this world. So it was all about creating something where I could help deliver that. And that's how we got started and how we've been growing since. That is awesome. So how, first of all, how long ago was that? How long ago did you hang up the shingle? That was just over three years ago. Okay. And that's rightmindinc.com? That is correct. Yes. Awesome. So for what does right mind, what does right mind do? So we primarily focus around a program called the science of advocacy, and there's two levels of that. So it's about creating advocates for your, for your business from a marketing and sales perspective. Like how do you turn a perfect stranger into somebody who's out there a raving and referring fan of your business? And then we have another aspect of that that over time has developed out of this to say, well, wait a minute, you need those advocates inside of your company as well. You need people who love working for you and want to bring amazing people to your organization. And so that's where that's led that leadership component. Awesome. So who are the types of clients that you're now doing this for? Well, on the leadership side, we're really focused 
what we would say is term is up market, I guess, really large corporations with big leadership teams. Uh, we have a couple of Fortune 500 companies we're working with on that leadership and coaching and development side. The, the passion project for me on the other side, this whole advocacy for, for sales and marketing, and, and actually we talked about it one time, you gave me a great idea on this one, is that whole idea of whoever told you that, that you can't scale a business based on referrals is just absolutely wrong. And that's a really focus for us for in the small to medium sized business market. And that, that's really where we focus most of our time. Awesome. So talk about, give me an example, a transformational case study before and after of let's because the majority of our listeners and viewers aren't going to be the giant corporate Americas of the world. They're going to be the entrepreneurs out there growing a company like you did, like I do, um, trying to make it. So let's talk about a recent small business that you worked with, what they were, what, the, what problem they came to you with, kind of how you fixed it and what those results were. Sure, absolutely. So actually, very recent example, we're working with them right now and, and just uh, was able to give them some stats on some things that we were doing for them. So it's a apparel services company uh, located down in, in the Orange County area out in California. So they came to me, uh, actually, they were one of our first clients that, that came on board. And they came to me with the idea of, look, we've got this traditional model of selling, like out there, making phone calls, trying to set appointments, get people to meet with us. And, you know, every hundred dials, you get one person and, and that kind of scenario, right? That that's so tough for any of us who are in sales for a long time. We're like, yep, <laughs> you know, I know all about that. And lo and behold, that's not working so well for them anymore. It's just, it's 200 dials. It's 300 dials before you finally get an appointment. And people aren't really like into it when they do meet, they'll like almost begrudgingly meet with them. So we got to, to work with them and said, look, let's introduce some new strategies. First, we did some training and just got the whole messaging, like what are you actually selling so that it's not some commoditized? Because obviously payroll companies, there's, there's a million of those now. It's not just the big two anymore. It's the big million <laughs> that yeah. are out there. And so it's how do you first differentiate yourself, create this kind of concept around that. Then it was getting into, hey, let's put a strategy in place where it's step by step. How do you start somebody from a perfect stranger to being an advocate? And it was really just uncovering, wait a minute, people want to be educated. They want to engage with you. They want to, before you pitch them on something, what if we could provide some value? So we actually shot a series of videos where we're just kind of giveaway videos on topics that were hot topics. We actually surveyed their team and said, what's the number one question you guys get from people that call in? And so we got those. Then we did it again. And then here's another one. And we just shot these trainings, which were overwhelmingly successful because it was just all value, no real pitch attached to it, a little one, but not much of a pitch attached to it. So then what went from there was that they, we started doing some social media stuff, which is in that industry, shockingly, just doesn't exist. So I brought really? in a partner of ours. Yeah. So I brought in a partner of ours who did, ran the social media campaigns. And we're getting something like three to five leads a day on pretty minimal ad spend on just that type of thing. One, it's wow. about the, the message that, hey, we want to engage you. We want to give you something before we ask for something. Doing that type of scenario it's just, it's almost like you can feel it in the responses on social media, like, oh, wow, thanks for just helping me. Uh, can I buy something from you guys? And that's, it's almost, oh, become, all right. yeah, yeah, okay, I suppose you can. It's, it's been amazing to see that transformation. So we're, we're sitting at, in just this month of the most recent ad campaign, we're north of 40 leads, qualified leads for them. Wow. I, I just, it, they've never had that kind of success with the telemarketing. Now, that part of it's never gone away. That's still going to be a part of their business, but it's just that transformation for this modern marketplace that we're in, that people do all their research on Facebook, LinkedIn, everything else. 
they're not necessarily ready for a cold call. So that's been one just great success case to really turn these people into to advocates because we gave them something for free up front that they'd never really experienced that before. And that's awesome when you consider that's a payroll company, right? So they're competing yes. against like the ADPs and paychecks of the world with absolutely. unlimited ad budgets. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we did a quick survey on there and the ad budget now, who knows if this is entirely true, but our research showed that uh, ADP alone was donating or putting to a million dollars a month in ad spend just in that area in Southern California. So you think wow. about that kind of That's competition. Insane. Yeah, and it's it, that ad spend between Google and Facebook, all sure. various, various sources, but unreal just to have that much push out there. But the good news about it was, is in part of what we differentiated was you're not ADP. That's actually a good thing. No, no right. against that company, but just you're not that. Let's Full disclosure, they've been a client for our, of ours. Not right now, but they were years ago. We did direct mail for them. So I, I understand. Yes. And I worked in full disclosure, eight and a half years at Paychex. So I might have a little bit of insider Inside information baseball, on yeah. that. But it's just that power of they're out there just putting their name first on the list. When you look up payroll services, we went a different approach when said, well, why don't you just treat your audience, give them what they're desperately wanting, which was yep. information on these different topics. And we followed that model and it worked incredibly effectively. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank now you. you talked about uh, the idea, the thing that we had talked back and forth about last time about scaling a business based on referrals. So you got this payroll company, their potential B2B customers to be advocates in terms of, yes, I want to buy something from you. Thank you so much for sharing this educational material with me. Talk a little bit about a different campaign about where you got a customer's existing clients to become brand ambassadors evangelists and start referring a whole lot more. So we work with another company that does uh, a lot of online education uh, for, for particularly marketers actually. And so we've been working with them over the last year because they actually have a community of people that, that work with them. And how do you turn those people who kind of have bought through some of their tripwire offers and these little low cost offers, how do you turn them into a raving fan that's out there talking about that and then even more so buying their upper level product, which is actually a membership, like an ongoing fairly high ticket item membership to be part of their group. And so we've had a tremendous amount of success with that, following very much the same model of like, give something to people, give them some information, not just, you know, just throwing free, free you know, information at the wall kind of thing, but actually what is it that, that these business owners are struggling with and then showing them how to fix that. And then, oh, by the way, we have a community where you could do this even more. And so we've seen some ex really, uh, we're, we're in the process with them right now, but just educating their sales team on what is it that when a business owner comes to talk to you, what are they struggling with? What is the thing that that's keeping them awake at night? Could you answer that for them and then show, hey, did you like that? Let me give you even more over here. By the way, you have to pay us $10,000 a year to be part of it, but let's give you even more of that over here. And so the, the story around that has been, if you're a business owner, where else can you really when do you get to talk to somebody else? Like for most of us, you know, we join these types of things and we get some, some advice from other people and it's, it's more of a tips and tricks format, but like, where's a place where you could have a community where you could just say, look, here's where I'm struggling and have hundreds of other people come back and say, Hey, this is how I fixed it. And, the, and so that providing that sort of 
messaging around it is, is really creating these advocates who are out there going, wow, this is amazing. They've solved problems for me. I bet you they could do the same thing for you. You should yep. talk to them. And it's, it's an amazing thing. That is awesome and so gratifying. You know, you've come so far in three short years and uh, you've built a, re uh, a really cool business. What's your biggest challenge now? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. We just heard, I'm sure you, you know him. Uh, I just heard Brad Martineau speak last week. And, um, and one of the things that I think is not getting so excited because we, we do solve things for people. That's what I'm all about. Like, I, I really do want to help. The problem is, is you could start saying, well, I bet I could help here too. Oh, and I bet I could help over here too. And pretty soon you got 20 different products, <laughs> you know, and I, he spoke on that subject of, of like, maybe there's a ratio for how many employees you should have versus how many products that you have. It's actually a one-to-one -one or even less is his ratio. And I looked at that and went, huh, we might not be there right now. And so just that idea of don't, I think you just, as entrepreneurs, we get excited. Yes. Especially if we think we can solve something, we get so excited about it. And so then we just, we just sort of get out over our skis and go for it. And that's probably not the best mode all the time to be in. And so I have to dial, I think I've really got to rein myself in. That's probably my biggest struggle is just reining in these. Let, let me just focus on the areas where I'm really good at. Just stay there, stay in my swim lane, <laughs> keep up with that. That's probably my biggest struggle. Absolutely. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. What are some of the most common mistakes you see business owners coming to you with um, when, when they first come in the door? So I think the big one is partly salespeople in general. We've been taught to just skip right to the, to the, the heart of the matter. Like we want to go right to the solve, right to the buy my core product. I use an analogy in my presentations that it's something like being on a date where you're saying, hey, I, I bought your phone number from somebody. Uh, let's go ahead and go to dinner. And while we're there, let's talk about how many children we're going to have. Like it doesn't follow the normal way of, of doing things. We would never do that typically in a personal relationship. But in a business relationship, it's like, hey, I got your email address. Can you buy my core product? There's a process like you have to work people along that way, like educate them, get them comfortable with you, build that trust. That's definitely the biggest thing I see consistently with business owners is just too quickly trying to get right to the sale. And it's natural. I get it. But it's we've all done it. I do yeah. it sometimes, too. I fall We're all guilty of it. Yep. But it's that that doesn't resonate with your buyer. And that's definitely something that we can. And it's not going to turn them into an advocate. Let's put it that way. Right. That they Very may true. buy something, but they're not going to be really pleased with the experience. Absolutely. That makes total sense for our viewers and our listeners who are resonating with this and want more advocacy from their prospects, from their customers in their business, internally in their business as well. What is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Well, to learn more about me, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Uh, I definitely spend a lot of time just posting videos and things like that on my LinkedIn uh, profile. Uh, so that's on there. That's certainly an easy way to, I, I believe I'm one of the few Dominic Cummins that's on there in the Los Angeles area. So you can easily find me there. Our website too, we've got links to all of that on our website, rightmindinc.com. Uh, probably the two easiest ways. And I'm pretty open book. So there's videos on there about my dad and all sorts of stuff about how I got my start and, and why I, I'm so passionate about all of this stuff. Awesome. Well, Dominic Cummins of rightmindinc.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome interview. Great story. Love the work you're doing for other folks. Um, listeners, viewers, again, go to rightmindinc.com. Dominic, thanks again for an awesome interview. All right. Thank you so much, Seth. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>